There's a lot that's been uh, written and said over the uh, the years, the centuries, on mindfulness of breathing, anapanasati. Oftentimes we hear Dhamma talks or read in, in books very specific, explicit instructions. You, know, you must follow the breath at the nose tip or you must follow the, the breath with the rise and fall of the abdomen. You must feel the breath like this or like that. But what I would suggest is uh, to bear in mind that the only reason why we focus upon the breathing is to help ground the attention here in this present reality. That's what it's for. We take a simple, natural object, a pattern of feeling associated with the breath, and we use that as a, a reference point for the present. It's simply a convenient way we can use to mark this present reality, this present moment. That's all. That's what it's for. It's to help train the attention to rest with the present and not to get carried away with creations about the past, creations about the future. Often the world of our own imagination, lost in our thoughts of other people, other places, other times, other possibilities. That we focus upon the breath or whatever med meditation object that we, we use, like with walking meditation, the feeling of our feet meeting the ground as we walk, or if we're listening to the, the inner sound, the nada, whatever meditation object that we choose, its purpose is principally to help train the attention to rest, to be stable, to know this present reality. That's what the exercise is for. Thus, in terms of developing anapanasati, I suggest simply using the feeling of the breath wherever it is most obvious to you. Whether you feel it most clearly in your chest, in your nose, coming and going across your upper lip, however it might be. The place that you focus upon, the particular aspect of the breath, I would say is not so crucial not so central. We're simply using that pattern of feeling as a way of stabilizing attention. So wherever you can most easily discern the feeling of the breath, just let the attention rest right there. When we've established a well-balanced posture, 
and setting the intention to focus the mind upon the breathing and consciously pick up the feeling of the breath following the inhalation, the exhalation You're setting the intention that for this next period of time, this next hour or 45 minutes, whatever length of time it might be, to consciously set the intention to focus in that way, to put aside all other concerns. This can help us enormously in developing concentration, collectedness. It's a simple thing, but just to say to ourselves at the beginning of the meditation period, for this next hour, there's no thing I need to plan, no thing I need to remember, no thing I need to figure out. All the responsibilities that, that I have they can all wait for at least an hour. There are all kinds of significant, important things I have to think about. My projects, people who are dependent on me, things I have to do. They all have their importance, but for this hour we can consciously put them aside. The world will happily carry on without us. If we do this at the beginning of the meditation period, say, giving ourselves permission to not be concerned about all those worldly issues, just for this period of time. They might be very significant, very important, very personal. But, it's to say, yes, you are very important. You're very significant, but right now I don't need to think about you. For the next hour, I politely put you aside to bring my attention to the breath. When we set up the intention in this way, it becomes much easier to develop concentration, because as soon as the attention drifts, thinking of our list of things to do, thinking of the past or our plans for the future, then that intention, having set that intention, it much more easily comes into mind. That, well, those are important things, but not now, later. Those can all be attended to later. Right now, the only thing I'm interested in is the breathing. That's all. So we're not suppressing thought, we're not resenting it, we're not grasping it or getting lost in it. But when we notice distracted thought, ideas of the past or future, other places, other people, very gently, very politely, just say, later. Put it aside. Bring the attention back to the body, 
the feeling of the breath. Yesterday, speaking about loving kindness, this is an essential quality when developing concentration. Patience, kindness, so that as the mind drifts here, drifts there, gets sleepy and switches off, gets busy with planning and commentating, figuring out, with kindness and patience, as soon as you notice, let go. Whatever it is that the, the mind has grabbed hold of, as soon as there's a noticing of that, an awareness of, that's not the breath, that's reliving that old movie. That's not the breath, that's my plans for what to do in the summer. As soon as we notice, develop the response of letting go. When that grasping is experienced, feeling that, knowing that, let the response be letting go, pahatabhanti, it is to be let go of. And consciously letting go of that thought, that memory, that idea, let go of it. And in that moment of letting go, notice what the quality of mind is, free from grasping, free from clinging. Having let go, what is present? How does that feel? In that moment of the mind free of grasping, how is it? What is its quality? And consciously picking up the feeling of the breath again, putting that at the very center. Thinking of our mind like a, a mandala, let the breath be right at the very center, the very heart of the mandala. Put that at the center, let the attention rest upon it. And even if it only stays with the breath for a couple of seconds, one inhalation, one exhalation, and before racing off again, pursuing some other idea, no matter, don't worry about it. As soon as you notice that distraction, the mind pulled, carried away in another direction, as soon as you notice, once again, patiently, gently, let go. Whatever the mind has grabbed hold of, release it, relinquish it. In this way we get to know what's the feeling, what's the texture of the mind in the state of grasping, caught up in a fear or a hope, a memory, a resentment, an idea. We get to know how grasping feels and then letting go. We get to know what freedom from grasping feels like. They're directly known, ex directly experienced, understood. And patiently, gently, irrespective of how many times the mind wanders away just keep coming back to the center, coming back to this moment, to the body, the breath. 
In this way, we're making the development of anapanasati, mindfulness of breathing, an exercise in kindness and patience, as well as an exercise in concentration. We're learning how to recognize distraction and how to respond, and how the attention can be established upon the breath with peacefulness, with clarity, feeling the body breathing, not grasping the breath, not clinging to it, but knowing it, feeling its presence. So there is the work of concentration, effort is being made, but that effort is not stressful, it's not burdensome, it's not a pressure. The body breathes on its own, the mind is aware of that rhythm, that pattern of feeling. The work is being put, uh, put forth, the effort being made to stay focused. But we realize that effort can be made without strain, without stress, without tension. There's the work of concentration, is effort, but it's not effort that leads to dukkha. Rather, it's samavayamo, balanced, attuned effort, right effort, that leads to peacefulness, leads to clarity. <laughs> 